Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. After long, hard consideration, your mother and I have decided it's time to move on and leave the state of California permanently, and we're going to go to Florida. We're going to sell this house. What? What? Yep. Is this a joke? It's not a joke at all. Full time. No L.A. time. Full time. We already have the place. It's a done deal. Mike, I slide right there. Sylvester Stallone, who announced, like Scott Bayo and many others, leaving the state of California to move to the red state of Florida with Ron DeSantis. And I played that before I brought on John Katsimatidis, who, of course, does a great job. Katz and Cosby, 5 p.m. every weekday afternoon in the Catch Round Table, 8 a.m. every Sunday, because almost every time he comes on, I ask him if him and Margo are leaving, you know. And I asked Bill O'Reilly, who I saw at the nickname on Saturday night, the same thing. People who have um, had success and made money and can afford to live any place they want. Why are they staying here? And you can ask the same question to folks in California, and they're leaving. They're leaving California, Gavin Newsom. They're leaving New York, Kathy Hochul, and looking for the greener pastures of Republican governors. Florida, Texas and uh, some of these uh, other great states. So my wife, Danielle, and my daughter, Ava, are together in London this morning. Ava, of course, goes to school in Wales, which is a quick 90-minute train ride from London. (laughs) And I believe Katz is there, too. Maybe he's having lunch right now with Danielle and Ava. Uh, John, are you having lunch with Danielle and Ava in London? No, I haven't found them yet, but I am in London. I, I flew all night, and uh, we got here. Uh, we landed actually about 1 o'clock in the morning New York time and tried to get some sleep. And uh, and uh, I tell you, it's, uh, it's uh, as cold as New York. Yeah, no, it's chilly there, I know, and it's rainy and damp. So uh, are you there for a pleasure or business? A little bit of business, a little bit of, uh, of pleasure. We're um, we're having a, a special ceremony for the former uh, king of Greece. Uh, you know, he died about oh my God, a few you now about a year ago. Wow! So it's a special ceremony because uh, London was his home, and as well as Greece, I guess. But uh, we also have uh, a, a I think uh, if he's up to it, a meeting at Buckingham Palace with uh, uh, King Charles. No, is that true? You kidding me? No, it's true. Wow! And when well, was up to it? Let's see. You know, I know it doesn't true. feel well. Yeah, he's got cancer. Is, is, would that be today or tomorrow? Now be tomorrow. A meeting with King Charles. Look, that is fantastic. Uh, you know who else is? Uh, he was at CPAC actually in D.C. Is our friend Nigel Farage? I think he's back in London. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to call him when I'm here, and uh, we'll see what. Uh, what but I'm coming back Wednesday night. I got to be back for the five o'clock show Wednesday. <laughs> You're going to go straight from a meeting with King Charles to come back and do uh, the Cats and Cosby show at five o'clock. That is amazing. So, what do you? I mean, before I get to the, the stuff here in New York, I've been, I've been to London many, many, many times. And again, uh, Ava, you know very well. My daughter goes to school right there. I love that city. Do you like London? It's it's a civilized town. Uh, you know, uh, I'll tell you. Uh, I'm in a new hotel here. I don't even know the name of it, uh, Raffles. And uh, 
uh, I go and sit on the toilet, and the heater comes up on the toilet. <laughs> Japan is like that too. You automatically get heaters and and bodegas and uh, excuse me, not bodegas. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, that sprays. You get that automatically in Japan too. Same thing. Yeah, but they, the hotel yes. I think was originally part of the Department of Defense in World War II, uh, and uh, it, 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 and they just remodeled it. Just opened up a few months ago, and I'll, I'll tell you, it uh, the Brits know how to do it. They do. I, I always compare it to New York. I mean, uh, cleaner. Uh, you have the, you know, the financial section, which is very similar to us here by Diane Wall Street. You've got the, uh, the Broadway section. They've got all those Broadway shows. In fact, you've got, um, the, uh, what is that famous hotel? The Waldorf, which is right there too. So it's very similar to New York, but you just don't see the dirt, the filth, the homeless. And I don't know about you, John, but I've walked those streets late at night and felt a heck of a lot safer. Yes, uh, you do. And, and I had Ray Kelly on yesterday, uh, uh, on the Sunday show to catch round table. And he was very, very concerned about what's going on in New York. Look, we all love New York. We want New York to 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 to, to make a comeback. And uh, I think safety is one of the, the factors, I said. I mean, people have to feel safe going into the subway. People have to feel safe walking around at night when they're walking around to go to, to a restaurant. And, and people have to be safe. When when my stores, when Gristini's or D'Agostino's open at midnight, the, the employees have to feel safe working there. I mean, en- enough is enough. And I said that to uh, uh, the governor last week. I said, why, why are we uh, protecting criminals when we should be – there's 3,500 violent criminals. Why are we protecting them instead of protecting our citizens of the city of New York? And, you know. It just doesn't make sense. That's why people are leaving. And I did play a bunch of your interview this morning, John, with Ray Kelly from yesterday. And, and, you know, look, the Upper East Side uh, is a place where for so many years you never worried. You, you know, it's one thing if you're down in Alphabet City or some other areas, even the village at times, but you never worried on the Upper East Side. And now it just seems like there's no place safe. I don't care where it is, Madison Avenue, Park Avenue, Upper East Side. Like when I was a kid, for example, John, you had your good and bad neighborhoods. Now there's no such thing. Now almost every neighborhood has been influenced by these criminals, almost all of them. Well, the, these migrants, don't forget, uh, uh, 80%, 90% of the migrants that come in are probably decent people that want to work hard. But 10%, 15% might be violent criminals. And, and, and there's no checks and balances at the border. Nobody checks them. Nobody knows who they are. You know, some of these countries said, you know what they did? They emptied out their jails yep. and sent them to America. Venezuela and, did that. Yep. Yeah. Horrible. And we just Horrible. saw we just saw this uh, beautiful young nursing student murdered down in the state of Georgia, killed by a guy from Veles, uh, Venezuela. And we're not sure if that guy also was in jail there. I think his brother was. But nevertheless, you're exactly right. So when you hear the mayor, who's a friend of ours, Eric Adams, go out there and tell you that things are great, the city's great, the city is back, and all these types of things... You got to scratch your head. You, I mean, I just, I just don't hear that, John, from everyday people. They don't, they don't share well, the same the, confidence. The, the NYPD, they're good people. They, they, they the, the NYPD is the greatest police department in, in 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 the world, and they have to be allowed to do their job 
And, uh, you know, Commissioner Caban is working very hard. He's, he's, I think he's putting his foot down. And, uh, and uh, look, they want to do a good job. And the politicians should allow them to do it. Otherwise, you know what we should do? We, maybe, maybe we should say that the, every time there's a murder by one of these uh, migrants, Maybe we should uh, charge the politicians as co-conspirators. Now you're talking, John. I love that idea. We absolutely should. If they're okay with these people here and they commit a violent act, they absolutely, you know, it's kind of like, you know, for the first time ever, we saw less than a month ago that there was a school shooter and I had Joe Tacopina on and they actually charged the school shooter's mother. I know you know that, John, but yeah. I was happy to yeah. see that. I mean, if you're going to be standing by, you're almost an accomplice. That's it. And, and if you're a DA that let a, a, a shooter go without a bail, guess what? Maybe you should be charged. 100% true. I love that idea. So it's one thirty in the afternoon, if my math is correct, where you are right now. It's about lunchtime, yes? About lunchtime. I'm hungry. You're going to take uh, Margot, I hope, for, for tea? At some point, well, we got we got meetings tonight, uh, a dinner. But I think maybe we might go downstairs and and have uh, a little bit of a snack uh, to, till then. I'm jealous. I got to tell you, it's a wonderful city, and we love you, John. So enjoy London the next couple of days. Get home safely on Wednesday. I'll see you later on this week in the office. And as always, great job. We love having you Monday mornings. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sid. We listen. I've been listening to you since six. My man, John Katsimatidis in England, listening since 6 o'clock in the morning. My boss, my friend, the great John Katsimatidis, thank you so much. John, of course, Katz and Cosby, 5 p.m. every weekday afternoon, and his show Sunday morning, 8 a.m., the Katz Roundtable, as good as any radio show in the country. John Katsimatidis, thank you so much.